monster. We've all seen the posts, heard the chatter, but now let's address the issues, but in a sit-down, talk, and listen manner. And that's where this show comes into play. This is Mustang Mentality. It's not your typical town hall banter. This is a place for open dialogue. It's relaxed, where voices can be heard, ideas can flourish, and bridges between town hall, civic organizations, businesses, and our people can be built. Mustang Mentality. It's more than a catchy name. It's a symbol of our town's spirit. Free thinking. Untamed unafraid to challenge the status quo it's time to change the narrative we're here to foster understanding to build a better monster together this is mustang mentality now your host a proud resident and business owner right here in munster anthony christopher All right. Uh, today I am sitting down with Summer Borkowski, right? Yeah. Okay, close enough. I say I was going to butcher <laughs> your name. Uh, and you own Summer Gold in Munster. Yes. Okay. Um, on 45th, right? Next to Danny Z's? Yep. That's where people can find you? Exactly. That's always where I tell people where they can find us because everyone knows where Danny Z's is at. <laughs> okay, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, actually, um, we're planning our daughter will be one in two months and we're planning we're doing it at the party room there oh, fun. so yeah everyone in the area knows where where that is it's a super convenient spot um so you uh reached out to me when i posted about the monster canines yes. uh, I'm, I'm on that little um committee that was made up we're going to be fundraising and you said hey how can i get involved with that mm-hmm. which is awesome <laughs> um the canine uh, unit is funded solely on donations, and majority of them come from small businesses like ours. So for you to see something and be like, hey, I want to get involved is just amazing. So thank, thank you for you. that. And uh, like I said, we'll have a meeting at the end of this month. It'll be a little bit more structured, and then we'll get back and we can actually talk about that going forward. But cool. um, I've, I've mentioned to them already that you're interested in partaking in that. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, so, Summer, tell me about Summer Gold and about yourself. Yeah, okay. So, um, I've been living in Munster since early 2017. Grew up in Dyer, so, you mm-hmm. know, from the region. Um, I My background was actually marketing and advertising. Um, I worked at an ad agency for several years and started picking up spray tanning on the side. I'm a huge fan of skin health and spray tans. Um, I come from a long family line of melanoma survivors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it's crazy because one day I woke up and realized you can get skin cancer at any age. Yeah. Um, this is something that I think a lot of people don't talk about. Um, I used to hit up the tanning beds all the time in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, don't tell anyone that, but. <laughs> say, hey, same man. I mean, I, I've exposed myself on this podcast already, but yeah, I was a former big tanner, man. Uh, yeah. I, I grew up, well, I still watch professional wrestling. And it's like the tanner, the, the tanner you are, man. You're the world champ. You got to have a good tan. I know. I mean, there is something to be said about having like a boost of confidence when you feel like you're tan. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I had gotten my first airbrush tan probably over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this actually makes me look tan. I'm not hurting my skin. I'm obsessed. So anyways, fast forward to 2020. I started spray tanning just out of my house on the okay. side. Mm-hmm. Um 
it and then I realized that there is such a demand for this. People want to go to a place they can book easily online, transparent pricing, have all the information that they need. Mm-hmm. How do I prep for this? How do I take care of my tan? What goes into a spray mm-hmm. tan? Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> so we start. We opened up April 2022, and since then we've added on a bunch of other beauty and wellness services like organic sugaring. Um, we have brows and lashes. We also have red light therapy. And I will let you guys in on a little secret. Oh. We are adding some express facials. Oh. It'll be affordable express facials. Okay. Um, and then we are also going to be rolling out some events this year. So okay. if you guys don't follow me already, follow us on Instagram at Summer Gold Co. Um, or go to our website. We always update that as well. Okay. Uh, what is sugaring? What was that? <laughs> that is a great question. So it's a form of waxing and hair removal. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I know. Because, you know, what is sugaring? Do you scrub my skin with sugar? Mm-hmm. That's definitely a great question. Okay. So um, it's a type of wax and it's sugar, water, and lemon juice. That's the only ingredients. Mm-hmm. It's like a sticky kind of ball consistency. So I have a licensed esthetician. She's the one who does the services. Okay. Um, you kind of spread it on the skin and she does this crazy flicking motion. Um, it's actually like an ancient method of hair removal. So Hmm. it's not anything new. It's just not very popular in the United States yet. Interesting. Um, But why a lot of people like it is it's room temperature, so it can't burn your skin. Okay. Um, They like the limited amount of ingredients. Nothing fake is going on your skin. Mm -hmm. And then also it is only pulling at your hair, not the skin as well. So you're not damaging your skin to get the hair out. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more interested in tanning and this stuff than you'd probably think. I've had my back wax before and it was a horrible experience. <laughs> it could be painful it was for a terrible. lot of people. It yeah. was terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, that's, uh, so it's kind of like you got into it from the safety perspective of it. You just yep. wanted an alternative to mm-hmm. bring to the market. Then. Yes, okay. exactly. Um, how did you choose? You are a resident in Munster. That's how you chose yep. Munster. Yes. Okay. And tell me uh, a little bit about that that process. So you have this idea. You're mm-hmm. doing it out of your house, and then kind of what happens from there? What clicked? What made you make the jump? Yeah. Um, so I did live in Chicago for a bit, and there were so many places you could go get an airbrush tan at. Yeah. Um, you know, out here you have to drive like. Well, at the time, you had to drive for like 30 minutes to go okay. somewhere that you could like easily book online. Go yeah, I, I've done one at like an L.A. tan in the booth thing, uh-huh. those machines. <laughs> and it was like my whole my sheets were orange. Everything was yes. my wife was like, you smell terrible. I'm like, yeah, I do. It's, <laughs> this is awful. But she gives me crap, actually, about like, you know, it's like terrible for your skin tanning. Yeah. And so I was like, OK, well, then I'll do the spray tan. And it was she didn't like that either. Right. But, so it was not. <laughs> Not good. I know. And I I hate to hate on the booth spray tans because it's better for you than getting like into the tanning bed. Okay. However, yeah, I mean, if you don't have someone who's like hands-on tanning you, Mm -hmm. um, you know, picking a custom color isn't really a thing. Also, you know, you don't want your hands sprayed the same way as your legs. So there is definitely a huge benefit to having a person spraying you. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, uh, yeah, sorry, back, <laughs> no. back into um, what, what made you take the leap here? Yes. Yeah, you so, were in Chicago. Oh, right. So I was in Chicago. Sorry. Yeah. Such a long tangent. Um, I was living in Chicago. There were so many options. And then I was like, you know what? Like a spray tan is like a, what, 15, 20 minute service. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving 30 minutes each way. I'm like, this is not a great use of my time. Okay. So I started looking on Google Trends and I'm looking mm-hmm. for how many people are looking for a spray tan in their area. And it was 
a lot of people. Hmm. Um, so Google Ads has become a big part of my advertising okay. for that reason. I'm looking for the people who are already looking to get a spray tan somewhere. Sure. Um, anyways, Munster, I knew that there was demand there. I love Munster. Mm -hmm. I chose to live here for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's so many wonderful things about the town. And yeah, there just wasn't many options. So I was like, I think this is a safe place to open my first salon. Okay. okay. Yep. Um, so yeah, starting off in Munster, I was looking in the Highland area as well. Mm -hmm. um, but I just like knew in my heart, I really wanted to be in Munster. Okay. I knew that that's where... It, it's extremely desirable. I mean, not mm -hmm. only as a resident, but also business. We are extremely landlocked, so there's not many opportunities uh, for businesses yep. um, anymore at an affordable rate, especially. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, everyone wants to be here. Yeah. yeah, and I will say it was a little bit of a struggle finding a place in Munster. Um, there was definitely some new developments that were coming up mm -hmm. um, that I looked at, but the pricing for the build-out was kind of astronomical yeah. for someone who's trying to self-fund. Yeah. Um, so I luckily stumbled across the place that I that's now the home of Summer Gold. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm like there were not many options of places that already had, you know, the HVAC, the bathroom, yeah. all of that. I, I We talked about that with the episode with Bean Me Up, where yeah. people would not think that you have to, on these new buildings, you're liable to put in a furnace, an air conditioner, a toilet, mm -hmm. plumbing just for a bathroom. That's insane. And, and when you have to make it up in your margins, if you have to put that cost into your, I mean, how many spray tans do you have to do to cover the build out at that right. rate? You know, you'd be in the hole for years. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. And like, like I said, as a resident, the number one thing is like, I want to be close. I want to stay in Munster. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, but then you hear, you know, I'll, I'm going to get into, you know, now kind of more so what's been my critique and hopefully the driving force behind this into some change is how was uh, your experience working with the town? Because while people want to be in Munster, they also don't want to work with Munster. It's mm -hmm. a very weird thing. Like, yeah, I'd want to be here, but... Yeah. And so uh, walk me through, again, my story has kind of been out there and I can repeat it a hundred times, but mm -hmm. um, I want to hear your you know, impression of it. Yeah. And I think that's something that during our first conversation that we really connected over, mm -hmm. um, I was very surprised to find out when I was looking for contractors and signs and all of these other like necessities that you need to get started, mm -hmm. um, how many other businesses were telling me, oh, we really don't like working in Munster. Mm -hmm. Oh, we won't work in Munster. Yep. And you know, you're like, well, why? It's such a cool town. And yep. then you find out, oh, there's all of these very... Um, like regulations are important, obviously we mm -hmm. know that, but there's a lot of regulations and codes that they had that just like were huge hurdles for small businesses yeah. to get over. Um, so yeah, it was kind of like discouraging mm -hmm. getting started. Mm -hmm. And now like having gone through it, I understand why we don't have a lot of small businesses here. Yeah. You know, if I had known that going into it, I don't know if I would have thought it was worth it or right, not. Right, right. Um, it would have probably been cheaper to open somewhere else because 100%. you have, again, it's the law of supply and demand. If there's less contractors to do the work, mm -hmm. then they can raise their prices for yeah. the same work. And I mean, I, I work, I own mine in Munster, but I also am associated with several others in Indiana and in Illinois. Mm -hmm. Munster 
from people I've spoken to and self-experience, Munster is the hardest place to open a business other than one place, Calumet City, Illinois. Okay. okay. Cal City is atrocious. Uh-huh. Okay. At least Munster has like, it's Munster. Okay. Yeah. So if you're comparing the two, we're opening in Munster, not in Cal City. And I'm saying that as a former <laughs> resident of Cal City, when my grandma lived there and I, I moved in and took care of her, yeah. I lived in Cal City for several years and it is horrible. It's corrupt. You have to use their people. And they're like, here's like your short list of three people and use them. That's not how this country works, man. No. And But when it's the government <laughs> and they're the ones that give you the license to open, they get to do what they want to do. So yeah. there's far worse than Munster out there, right? <laughs> uh-huh. But I don't think we want to be compared. We don't want to be in that conversation as no. one of the worst. So we have a lot of improvement that we need to make. Um, and the more conversations I'm having... It's very apparent that I'm not the only one. I don't have this gripe that's unjustified with the town. Yes. This is ongoing, and it comes from businesses of our size and much larger businesses, Mm -hmm. Um, which, you know, uh, before I started this, I was kind of in that mentality of like, well, maybe it's just the small guys. You know, the small guys are getting bullied, walked over. No, they're trying to bully the big guys, too, Mm -hmm. because... uh, after an episode, after the episode with uh, the town manager, I got a message on Facebook from someone I did not know. They're opening a major company in town, like a, a major publicly traded company. This is a big multi-million dollar project. Uh-huh. And he said, I want you to know that not only did they cost us months and months of this revi- revi- uh, revision of our sign um, uh, code and this and that, and then we had to have it redrawn. So that cost us time. That cost us money. The difference of their sign lettering mm-hmm. from 0.20 to 0.25 cost them an additional twenty thousand oh, dollars. And this is a major, major company reaching out to me, a total stranger, and saying, "Yeah, I listened to you, and you're right." Yeah. And it's it's absurd. This is someone that opens uh, this type of business all across the country mm-hmm. and never have they had a problem before except good old Munster, Indiana. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny you mentioned the sign specifically because I, that is something I've also connected with some other small businesses mm-hmm. over of the trouble it was to get your sign up. And mm-hmm. like, yes, we want the signs in Munster to look nice. Of sure. course we all want sure. that. Um, but you know, like I know in one of your last episodes, you were talking about channel lettering, for Mm -hmm. example. And so my sign also had to be channel letters. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, like a tagline underneath, the custom airbrushed hands. That also had to be channel letters. That's absurd. Yes. And my sign guy was going to bat for me. And he was like, are you really going to make this like small business owner, this girl who's trying to get her dream started, mm-hmm. pay thousands and thousands of dollars so yep. people know what her business is. Yep. And they're kind of like, yeah, like rolls are rolls. That's stupid. That's I just agree. so stupid. I agree. And, and, and you're right. Summer gold, you probably don't know if you're passing by, you're driving oh, by 45th, yeah. you don't really see it. That tagline, which it, even if the top had to be channel letters, mm-hmm. why in the world does the bottom tagline have to be channel letters? This, exactly. This is, I feel that we lack common sense mm-hmm. as, as the town does. When, it, when they come up with this code and these people, you know, we're paying, when we do these things, we're paying engineers and consulting firms and all this big money uh-huh. to essentially go into different towns and say, hmm, I like the look of this. Why don't we, Munster should look like this. Copy paste, copy paste their code to here. 
well, why don't you ask? Why don't you ask the business owners in town what the code should look like? Why don't、mm-hmm. you ask the residents in town what it should look like?、Yes. Why are we paying, you know, these fees so people can go over to places like Payless Heights and Orland Park? And ha- you know, who wants to do business in Illinois? I sure as hell don't. <laughs> it is terrible. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a reason I wanted to open in Indiana. There's a reason I live in Indiana. Correct.、Um, but yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, you know, it is really important that we remember that local government is here to serve the people. Yep. It is here to help. Um, represent what the people want.、Right. Do the people really care if custom airbrushed hands are channel letters? I can guarantee <laughs> you they don't. <laughs> I, no, I don't think they do. And 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 you're right, right? So some regulation is necessity. Yes. When it comes to public safety and things of that nature. Absolutely. But. You know, you cannot have a A-frame sign that's plastic in the town. It has、mm-hmm. to be metal. Yep.、Uh, like, who does that help? Who does it hurt? Who does the plastic sign hurt? That's I'm just still waiting for who it hurts, and I haven't been given a good answer. Right. I mean, if hey, if it's for sustainability reasons, okay, then be upfront and honest about that. Sure. You I know, don't think, like、yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't but think they care、was. about that. But yeah, I mean, okay, at least you give me a point, even if it's BS. Okay, give me something to go on. Exactly. Because、For、I、reason. have, I have, I've always had such an issue with because I said so. Exactly. And when you go talk to cer- certain people in the town, that's exactly the response you get、mm-hmm. because I said so. Yeah. And and the fallacy of. Well, go to the BZA and get you know your ordinance pushed through a different way. That's going to cost you time. It's going to cost you money,、mm-hmm. energy, and a lot of times people our size, right? Like、mm-hmm. bean me up. I talked about them. Well, the town said you can put your open sign in the window that makes logical sense if you approach the BZA. Well, that's an intimidating situation for、yes. someone starting out. Yes. There, I started in Munster when I was 22 years old.、Mm-hmm. Okay. People that could be my grandparents are telling you know what I mean. Like that's、yes. what it was when I was 22, and that's very intimidating. And、mm-hmm. and now that I'm a little older and wiser, right?、Uh, it's still a, a hurdle to overcome. And、yeah. and they will listen to you.、Um, and you know, but it's still like dismissive at the end of the day. Like they they'll listen to you, they'll take your phone calls, but it's still oh this is the way it is. Well, what、mm-hmm. are you doing to change it? Right. And for a long time, I thought I was the only one complaining, like I'm the、yeah. man yelling at the sky. But <laughs> the more people I talk to, no, yeah, this is it, ongoing everywhere for sure. And it is scary to like, especially starting off. It's scary、mm-hmm. to speak up, and、yeah. you know, because it was my first experience opening a business. I'm like, is this how it is everywhere? Yeah. And then I'm talking to other people who own businesses in other towns, and I'm like, oh. This isn't everywhere. No. Okay, but yeah, you know, you want to have a good relationship with the town, of course. Of course. And you know, this isn't necessarily even about individual members of the town. It's about the systems we have、mm-hmm. in place,、mm-hmm. and you know, we are capable of changing that if we speak about it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I think this podcast is really cool、yeah. because it's giving. Um, you know, small businesses a platform to speak about it、right. without doing it on their own business. Right. Well, if you, it, yes. If you go to town hall right during a meeting, you'll have two minutes to talk about something. Yeah. And and then it's kind of like your voice is just getting lumped in with all the other you know complaints or criticisms.、Mm-hmm. And you know maybe they'll take it seriously, maybe they won't. But it, it maybe if I if I just went to town hall and spoke up for a minute or two about this. The people, even in town, they might. There's no context to it. There's not enough、uh, of a backstory to it、mm-hmm. for people to get on board that we need to change this. So yeah, this platform, even though 
you know, so I'm sure someone is rolling back their eyes right now because I'm talking about signs again. <laughs> but this is a platform to elaborate on why I keep bringing it up. Yes, you are the only one affected. Right, right. And so hopefully more promise, you know, or there, there's a promise <laughs> of improvement. We'll see if it happens. Um, but so signs aside, or if you mm -hmm. actually, because people don't know, if you don't mind, what did it cost you for that sign? Um, it was, I believe, over six grand. Yeah. It would have been cheaper, of course, if I didn't have to do the channel letters yeah. uh, for the tagline. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that's also something that if you are not a business owner, you probably aren't aware of how expensive signs actually are. Right. Because, um, you know, that could be like three, four months of your rent yeah. that you're spending on this sign. And signs are very important. You want people to know where you are and what you do. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it is like it. So to some people, it might seem like, oh, that's such a minimal issue, but mm -hmm. it's actually kind of a big one. Yeah, starting out, that's yeah. a big, and because again, you need that before you can open, right? Yes. So you're you're spending all you have, especially being self-funded, uh -huh. you're scraping by. I was also self-funded. Yeah. Like me and my wife, we put, you know, we looked at our bank account and we said, all right, I'm gonna make a go of this. And I was very self-funded. And then I worked my ass off to recoup that money and to stay afloat and then eventually hired some people and, and we're you know still in business now. But it was very, very tight yes. starting out. So the difference of, well, it could cost you four grand or it'll cost you six grand. Mm -hmm. Two grand is two, you know, a month and a half rent, two months rent, whatever it right. may be. To be marketing money, it mm -hmm. could go to, towards so many other things to help build your business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you looked at a couple other locations before you chose that one? Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, I looked at some new builds. Um, you know, of course, you see these new developments coming up, like, you know, Maple Leaf Crossing. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm interested in it. But, yeah. you know, we also had discussed about this the first time that we chatted that, mm -hmm. you know, if I decided to wait on it, I still wouldn't be open. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know what's going on there. I know they just opened the yeah. offices. Okay. and But it's like, you know, Hopefully the vision still becomes what they promised, uh -huh. but so far I'm very unimpressed. Like yeah. I, I'm just kind of like it's blah. <laughs> we're the small businesses. That's yeah. what we. That's what I feel like we were told, mm -hmm. um, and we haven't seen it yet. Yep. Hopefully that means they're coming in the future. But yeah, yeah that was one place I had you know inquired about. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like I said, there's just there really weren't many places that I could find that also were street facing. Okay. Um, that because you know, especially starting off, no one knows who you are and what you are and what you do. Right. So you want to get people who are walking by or driving by to see your spot. Correct. Um. So yeah, I mean, there was definitely some other places that weren't going to be a good option because mm -hmm. people weren't going to see my spot. Okay. Okay. And how has uh, business been? So about a year and a half now? Uh, yeah, this spring will be two years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's been great. Um, you know, I am in a seasonal kind of industry, especially with the spray tanning. Okay. So spring and summer are our hot times um, for that specifically. Okay. But yeah, no, business has been really great. I've met some awesome people like that through the chamber or other local business owners. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you know, no regrets <laughs> about yeah. starting in Munster or anything like that. So if you're listening to this and you were thinking about opening in Munster, please don't let this scare you. But I hope it does. <laughs> it should educate, not, exactly. not scare you away, but educate. And, and Brad um, Hemingway at the chamber, uh -huh. I've been speaking with him a lot more recently, and they're working on some sort of packet 
for new businesses. Okay. And it'll be like a checklist. Um, he listened to the episode with Bean Me Up. Yes. And, you know, part of it was like, yeah, we didn't know this would happen. We didn't, mm -hmm. you know, we didn't anticipate this. So having some sort of valuable packet for a business, oh, you're interested in opening in town? Here it is. Now it'll cover, it'll encompass the town code, what you need from the town, and also based on your business, what, like I have to do health food laws, codes, mm -hmm. and things like that. You probably don't have to do mm -hmm. health. So my, I also have to go to Lake County and do different things like that. So okay. different businesses are going to require different fees, licensing, permits, yeah. uh, inspections. So the fact that they are now really kind of taking this seriously is much appreciated. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I think you know they're they're trying to improve on on the smallest of businesses because a yes. large company they they I don't want to say they don't care because money is money, right? Mm -hmm. But they're less likely to get snagged up when something comes up. They'll be like, yes. "Okay, fine. Here's a, you know, here it is, here it is." Or they have people, advisors that do the legwork for them. You know, they're not yes. me or you saying, "Okay, how many times am I going to have to go into town hall to do this or to to do that?" Yeah. So. That would be, I think that is such a good idea. That's something I would have loved to have, of course, myself. Mm -hmm. um, so that like things like that, hearing changes being made are really exciting because we do want more small businesses to come yeah. to the town. And then when small businesses win in Munster, like it's a win-win situation for yeah. the town and the people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's like exciting. And I know um, the chamber mm -hmm. so they started the small business committee yes and even recently i got an email that was like what do you want to hear what do you want to see from the small business committee and yeah. I, that just like made me so excited mm -hmm. because I'm like yes like they want to hear our voices they want to yeah. hear what we need from them yep. um so i am really looking forward to some of these changes that are going to happen good yeah and i i got the same email i saw mm -hmm. your you were cc'd on it so it looks like we're going to be meeting Monday, right? I think we're meeting this Monday with, uh, or maybe in two Mondays. I think maybe two Mondays, two Mondays, Mondays or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, we're going to be meeting with um, the superintendent of Munster, Brett Heller. Yes, I believe is his name. Uh, he's going to be uh, uh, running the small business committee along with some other small businesses. So our, I saw both of our names on there, which is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm certainly not going to take credit for that type of thing, but the conversations <laughs> I've been having, even before the podcast started, mm -hmm. was with Katie, was with Brad, saying, you guys have to turn your focus on people like me. Yeah. Uh, and not people like me as in, like, literally myself, but businesses <laughs> of our size. Yeah. Businesses that really can't make it to the lunches. Uh -huh. Businesses that can't afford to do that kind of thing yeah. uh, because it is an expense. It's 30 bucks for the lunch. You've yeah. already paid 260 to join the chamber. Mm -hmm. And then like for myself, uh, we, then I have payroll on top of it if I leave early, you know? Right. So there's a, there's a cost and I don't, different businesses are uh, different margins, right? So like I, now I'm recruiting for the chamber at this point. So one of my customers <laughs> owns a casino party planning Okay. Uh, company. Okay. This guy, his name is Andy Kaplan. So Andy comes in every day, he drinks his tea and he, and we BS for an hour or so every single morning. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, I, I'm in the chamber. Why don't you join the chamber? Yeah. And he's like, ah, I don't know. I don't want to blah, blah. And I'm like, no, like for me, I have to sell so many teas and shakes to recoup my investment on something like this. Mm -hmm. But you, he rents out, they do full casino events like, uh, blackjack tables, roulette tables, all everything you can think of when it comes mm -hmm. to, like party planning. 
doing. Yeah. They're his company books and handles and he trains the dealers and sends them. So I said, dude, you rent one table and you paid for it. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, actually, that's a really good point. So I got him to join the chamber. And I sent <laughs> Brad a text and I said, I was like, you're welcome. You got another guy. I'm recruiting for you guys now. So yeah. I really believe in, in Katie and in Brad with, yes. with this uh, forward momentum they have. Uh, and they've shown me that they're shifting their focus to, to people our size, which is good. Yeah, I was so excited um, for that change just you know, Katie is very passionate about small businesses. Mm -hmm. In fact, like when I opened, she was one of the first people, you know, to come get a tan okay. and check out this place. Yeah. And so, yeah, I really appreciate um, her focus on small businesses. And I know like starting off, at least for my first year too, I was the only employee yes. at my business. So like you can't leave right. in the middle of the day because yeah, then, you know, you have clients to attend to. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's the that is a struggle of a lot of small businesses is that they can't make the meetings and cha yeah. the chamber is definitely one of those things you get out of it, what you put into it. Yeah. Um, or so I've been told by <laughs> other businesses as <laughs> well. Mm -hmm. So now I'm very excited to rejoin and to actually be able to make these meetings now that yeah. I have staff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I think that there's good things ahead. For the yeah. Chamber. So in the, so have you, you just joined the chamber or have you been since you opened? I was in the chamber when I opened okay. and then I didn't renew right away because mm -hmm. um, I was still, I knew I had a couple people that I was hiring. So I was like, okay, once everyone is trained and I don't need to be there all day, I'm mm -hmm. going to get back into it. So that's okay. kind of where I'm at now. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Um, yeah. I don't know too many of the details on it yet with mm -hmm. the small business, but we'll, we'll see. I know they sent out surveys and things like that. So, yes. so they're trying. And then, um, different different events like i said um touching back on the canine event yeah. so <clears throat> uh, my goal with that is to be very small business friendly on that so i looked mm -hmm. at i looked at the packages that they did last year i looked at the prices of what they charged vendors and i met with um uh, his name is Phil. He owns Byway Brewing. So oh, yeah. myself and Phil are going to be in charge of the community event, uh, which uh, Brad uh, Remertz put me up for my name up for. I'm like, whoa, man! I, I always find door knocking and collecting baskets. I don't, I don't plan community events, but so I'm going to be out of my league here. But um, my goal with that, I immediately I looked at everything, and I said, why are we charging this for a small business? Cut it in half. Yeah. I, I want more small businesses to attend. I don't want someone, like I believe last year they had, uh, the weather was bad, so we can't really go off of that. But OMG Pastry, I looked and I say, okay, you're charging $200 to have a booth here, right? It's a lot of pastries. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. So uh, now I don't have the authority to do what I want, but we have our next meeting and I'm going to present to them, we need to cut it in half. Yeah. You'll charge a hundred because it is still for charity. We need to raise money. Yeah. So instead of 200, my goal is to cut it in half to a hundred plus a gift basket. Love and that. those gift baskets we're going to raffle off because my other goal is to team with Andy and his company. Uh -huh. He's going to give me some very good pricing on poker tables, uh, or sorry, blackjack tables, roulette tables, and craps tables. Oh, cool. And we're going to have kind of a casino in the park following cool. the golf outing yeah. and you can donate bring cash to donate you get x amount of chips and then you cash in your chips for raffle tickets and those tickets will go with the raffle baskets so that's okay. kind of this is real early development this is top secret stuff here that i'm uh, <laughs> putting on this podcast um, but that's uh, kind of what i'm looking at right now but again 
the focus is more small business friendly. And when you have people that don't own small businesses, like Brad said, like, hey, we don't know what we're doing. You know, like we don't even golf is what he said. He's like, this is this is our big one fundraiser for the year. We want people that that do this stuff to to participate. Yeah. So um, my goal and my, my, like my duty is to represent small businesses and make it more friendly and inviting because I'm sure you get hit all the time for donations and mm-hmm. and baskets and things like that, right? Yes. Yeah. So how do you, uh, do you have a certain quote? Like how do you handle that? Um, ooh, I mean, I a lot of the groups that have approached me to donate, I'm always so excited to do things like that. Sure. First of all, it's a great way to get your name out there. Mm-hmm. Also, love to help out the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it kind of depends on what the event is, how, like what kind of people are going to be there. So maybe like the canine event, okay, there'll probably be a lot more males there mm-hmm. um, than a lot of the other events that like I donate beauty products to. So sure. just kind of catering like what I'm giving okay. um, to go towards that. but. Um, speaking of getting small businesses involved with these events, mm-hmm. yeah, like I know when I had reached out to you, I was like, how can we get involved? Like, I want to give free sunscreen to people. Like, yeah. I want to, you know, even though we don't sell sunscreen, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's about showing the community, hey, we're a business who really cares about you taking care of your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, even just getting small businesses to like donate what they have and what they do well mm-hmm. to the community is such a great way of getting them involved and then also having a win for you know the attendees right awesome awesome so tell me uh, we're jumping around a lot but tell me a little bit more about your the services you offer so when people listening a lot of people may never have heard of you so walk me through like some pricing some programs what what are you all about yeah okay so um you know our bread and butter our airbrush tans also known as a spray tan Mm -hmm. um those run 39 to 49 a session depending Mm -hmm. on which one you choose um okay. and then they last about seven to ten days um we also have memberships too because we have a okay. lot of people who want to be tan always yeah um, and so you know we want to give people a little kickback because we appreciate their loyalty mm-hmm. so we have um some monthly memberships too it's like a three-month minimum okay that's like 69 dollars to 99 dollars a month okay and then um we have waxing we wax all different kinds of body parts mm-hmm. uh, we always say to all bodies welcome You'll probably notice if you visit my website, it's very pink, it's very girly, but mm-hmm. we, of course, service males as well. <laughs> so if you're um, a man who wants to get a spray tan, come see us. Mm-hmm. And okay, so waxing, mm-hmm. um, it kind of varies on the body part, but sure, we have very sure. transparent pricing okay. on our website. Okay. And then we do red light therapy. This is something that is very big in the UK yeah. and slowly starting to grow in the I US. I see it in, they're adding, um, it in gyms a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it does a lot. Um, you know, there's beauty and wellness benefits to okay. this. So from the beauty side, it helps produce collagen. Once you hit age, I believe, 40, the rate that you are reproducing collagen mm-hmm. significantly dips. Okay. Um, and just in case you guys aren't beauty pros, I totally understand. Mm-hmm. I wasn't either before getting into this industry. Um, collagen is something your body produces that helps keep your skin like elastic so it helps reduce fine lines and wrinkles. Mm-hmm. Okay, also the wellness benefits, it helps reduce inflammation. So um, if you're someone who works out a lot too, it's gonna help with your muscle soreness. It also helps with um, like rosacea, eczema, psoriasis. So if you have different mm-hmm. skin conditions, it's great for that. It helps you sleep better. 
It's also in the winter, it's been a game changer for a lot of my clients okay. who are like, you know, it's so gloomy out. I feel like I was just on vacation for 15 minutes. Oh, okay. All so right. All right. Go on, for, go on vacation for 15 minutes and come try a red light bed. <laughs> we do free week trials too. So if you're not sure how you uh, feel about it, okay. Come so red, it red light is more of a, uh, like a monthly program type thing then. Yes. People c- continuously use it. Yes. You're okay. supposed to continuously use it. Okay. Um, for the first like 12 weeks, you can use it two to five times a week. Okay. And then after that, it's one to two times a week for maintenance. Got it. Yeah. So this okay. is kind of like an ongoing thing that you can do for your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then brows and lashes. We do um, services that enhance your natural brows and lashes without damaging them. Um, so we do like tinting, we do lamination, eye, um, eyelash lifting, things like that. Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that's kind of what we have going on right now, plus the new exciting things that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I'm always open to feedback from the community as well. What are some beauty services you guys want to see? Mm-hmm. What are some things that you're like, you know, what? I'm always driving so far to go get this done. Come sure. let me know. Like, yeah. you know, I was just talking about how local government needs to listen to the businesses mm-hmm. and the people, but small businesses also need to listen to their customers too. Oh so yeah, like, absolutely. If you're a customer or, you know, a wannabe customer of Summer Gold, tell me what you want to see here. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Uh, so if if you had to do it over again, is mm-hmm. there anything you would have done differently? That is such a good question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I would say one thing I would have done differently is to not be the only employee for, you know, that uh, I think it was about a year I was mm-hmm. the only employee. Um, I know a lot of small businesses have to do that, but with my industry, I'm physically using my body all day, every day to tan people. Sure. So I burned out very quickly okay. um, this summer, and then I was like, okay, I have to get more people in here. Okay. My time is best suited getting our name out there and getting mm-hmm. new clients. Um, you know, my marketing and advertising background, I need to be using that. That's oh, what I yeah, do best. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's definitely one thing I would go back and change. Of course, I couldn't do that right at the beginning because you know, right, just the money. Expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's definitely one thing. Another thing would be just getting involved with the community. Okay. Um, you know, it was so easy for me to be like, oh, I'm so exhausted after this 12-hour day, and now I have to sit at my computer and plan out what yeah. we're doing next month. Um, so I think those kind of went hand in hand for me. Is there, uh, I mean, it'd be kind of odd, like you're at the park and you go into a booth and you come out and you're tanned, but like, <laughs> uh, are there opportunities for that? Like, do you do like spray tanning kind of things like out in a out vendor type thing? Like, is that feasible or no? That's just weird. It, oh, <laughs> it could be. Okay. Okay. Um, the thing is with spray tanning, so obviously we need to be connected to an outlet okay. to get the airbrush gun going. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one limitation. Another limitation is it can be messy. Like you would not believe how much cleaning is done at my studio. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're spray tanning you with the solution, but it yeah. also... I mean, is it, are you like in a booth? Like a, like yes. a, okay. Yeah, we have like a ventilation system. Yeah. Yeah. So you could do it in a tent. Um, right, that's what I'm thinking, in a tent. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so there definitely are ways to do that, but mm-hmm. also you want to be aware that, you know, a lot of people are undressing for this. So like yeah. it has to be very private kind yeah. of spot. Um, so Cause that's a, that's possibly. a big thing with, with certain businesses, right? Yeah. Like some places you can go and just give information yeah. and it's, it's hard. You can give out coupons or your business card and everything, but you can't, you're not making a sale right there. I mean, unless mm-hmm. you're going to sign someone up, you know, on square or something for a program, but it's hard to get that that return 
from sitting at that event. Yes. You know, if we do vendor fairs and things like that. So yes. again, it's just different businesses. If you're selling donuts, then sure, you can sell a, a box of donuts at, from your booth. <laughs> yeah. If you're doing spray tans, what can you go do? You know, so yeah. how, do, how do you kind of overcome that? Yeah, um, so something that we are involved a lot with are bridal fairs, for example. Okay. So, yeah, I can't, you know, bring up my stuff and set up. And also, like, spray tan is something that you need to kind of prep for. You know, you need to have no products on your skin. Okay. Yeah, so how I handled that was um, I also, we have a product line, our own self-tan product line called Gold Cat. Mm -hmm. So selling some of those products at the store. um, Also, like, we sell exfoliation mitts to prep with. So we can sell those of like, hey, buy it now so you're ready for your tan when you come see us. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then another thing is showing people pictures. They love to see the pictures of the clients. What what is their tan? Before after type thing? Okay. Okay. And okay, you know, do I want to get a spray tan for my wedding? What do other brides look like? Are they orange? You know, there's a lot of fear. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> when it yeah. comes to spray tanning. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how we've gotten around it. But yeah, like it is a lot easier for some small businesses to come who can just give you the product and you sample it right then and there. Yeah. Uh, if if you can see one change with the town, yeah. what would it be? Oh. <laughs> um. I would say, yeah, just like really hyping up their small businesses. Like okay. it is such a scary thing to open up a small business, mm-hmm. right? You know, you are putting everything into it, your money, your time, your energy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a personal thing. It's a yeah. very sensitive thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hyping them up as much as possible. Like I would, I would love, you know, for the town to like go visit the small businesses when they first open. Introduce yeah. yourselves. Yeah. Just that transparency too, and like communicating with the small businesses, like that checklist is such a great idea. Yeah, the checklist is a really good one. Yeah. Uh, the town will have to work with the chamber in that because again, mm-hmm. they're 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 uh, like you know they're adjacent, but they're not they don't represent each other. So yeah. um, one thing I would like to see also is your first year in business with the town. The first mm-hmm. year you get your business license, the chamber should be free your first year. Yeah. Try it out. That's what we do for clients. You know, we right. give them a discount. Come try it out. Right. You try know? it out. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm sure there is a way like that you can go to a free lunch. I'm sure that that's an option. Yeah. But <clears throat> give them the, give them the chamber experience mm-hmm. for a year for free. Yeah. You know, charge them for the lunch, but, but give them the membership. See, you know, cause if you're not going to the meetings, What's the membership getting you? They're reposting your stuff on social media, which gets such minimal engagement. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's something, but it's like, you know, um, again, you, you said it before, you get what you put out, you know, you get back what you put into it, um, yeah. which, but for some people, especially starting out, isn't going to be much. Yeah. So I think if they were to do a free year, that would be very business friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that maybe maybe Brad, I know you listen to the episodes, um, can can think about, or maybe they do something like that, and he'll have to educate me and say, "Hey, we we do this already," and I'm just unaware of it. Yeah, I also am not aware of anything like that, but that I think is a great idea because you know if I think back to my first experience, yeah, I had to pay you know over two hundred dollars to go to the first meeting. I had no mm-hmm. idea what to even expect mm-hmm. or like what I was going to get out of it. Um, so yeah, I think like getting people to come try the chamber first is probably a really good idea to get business, small businesses involved, especially yeah, um, yeah. new businesses involved. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who need the most support, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that getting them to come in and try it is a really great 
idea. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that chamber. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> um, so to wrap it up, I typically will ask people, how do they get involved? So with your business, I mean, I guess they can come in and, and um, try out your services. Yeah. But involved, I mean, what would you... Um, how can the community more so than involve get engaged with you and your business? Yeah. Um, Instagram, find us on Instagram. We, I think that's something my business does very well. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can follow us there. We share a ton of information, educational information. Um, you know, I think it's, that is one aspect. And then another thing is, yeah, come, come chat with us. You know, you don't even have to book an appointment. Come stop in and ask us questions. Like, my entire staff is so ready to answer any questions you guys have. No mm-hmm. question's a dumb question. Yeah. Um, so that's another thing. And then another way to get involved. You know what? I would say those two things. Okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. we, we covered a lot. Um, hopefully people learned uh, about your, not only your business, but I'm sure, I mean, you hit a lot of topics that I've touched on Mm -hmm. but now you've given more depth to them and saying like hey these issues are real they affect all of us so hopefully the people the right people are listening and taking note of these issues that uh, businesses and and people of our age right like i'm 33 i don't we're around the same age yeah right yeah so to be 32 okay so we are essentially the future of munster right like people talk about you know progress and all this stuff and what we want the town to look like whether it be you know uh, streetscapes projects and that kind of thing but like these are the people that we want to recruit into town we want young business owners which typically have less money because they're younger and they're just starting (laughs) out so how can we be how can we be accommodating to them i yes i understand everyone in munster wants trader joe's i apologize (laughs) that we are not bringing trader joe value to the community but but we do bring a lot of value to the community and uh the town should do whatever they can to make it friendlier for us yes um, and it's possible. We've seen Valpo do it. We've seen Highland do it. Griffith. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many businesses right that right. surrounding Munster that have been doing this well as of recently. So yes. like maybe let's take a page out of their book. Yeah. So so Valpo, people always bring up when we talk about what Ridge Road should look like or different things, uh, com- developments in the community should look like. Yeah. People bring up Valpo. People bring up um, Griffith. People yeah. bring up Crown Point. But our code is is stricter than their code. We're not pro business like they are. So we need to start there. Before we do all these astronomically expensive things and knock down stuff, why don't we make it just friendlier to develop what we already have? Yes. Uh, (laughs) It seems logical to me. I don't know. Maybe people disagree with that statement, but I think that's an easier way to do something. And and I said to the chamber, I've asked them too, like, uh, do you guys go to other events in the different communities and see what you can pull back into Munster? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mentioned that to uh, Chuck Gardner as well because uh, he's big with the parks department. I said, you know, the the vendor, um, the um, oh geez, I'm drawing a blank now because we called it so many different things. It was the uh, uh, farmers market, but yes. then we changed the name to community market because due to lack of farmers, yes. right? Other communities around us do it so much better. Yeah. So are we just like 
I really want to know who's going to those other communities. Who's going to downtown Griffith when they do their Blues Fest? Who's going to uh, mm-hmm. uh, Crown Point? Who's going to uh, Cedar Lake Farmer's Market and these, yeah. these places to kind of bring back? Like, who's doing that groundwork? Right. I don't know. Someone, uh, listeners, please uh, <laughs> email me your answers at... No, uh, because if no one's doing it, that's something else we're just really dropping the ball with. Yeah. Because we can, we can say, people can say like, oh, well, we need to look like this town. We, why could, we should be like Valpo. How do we get there? And it, it cannot start with bulldozing buildings and, and redoing the streetscape, that kind of thing. Yeah. It has to start much, much before then. Absolutely. I agree with that statement so much. Like, there are so many things that we could be doing that are going to cost the taxpayer zero dollars mm-hmm. extra um, to help build up the town. So, like, the farmer's market is a great example. Mm-hmm. I've been many times hoping to see something different every time. Yeah. And I end up finding myself going to other towns' markets because I'm not getting what I need out of the Munster one. Yeah. Um, so, that is a great idea like there's probably so many businesses that would love to be a part of um like a farmer's market Mm -hmm. and we have centennial park it's such a cool spot like we need to be taking advantage of this yeah i know the town they do some really cool events there as well like Mm -hmm. concerts and the movies at the park Mm -hmm. so um you know not to say they aren't doing anything because of course they are sure but there are so many other things where we can get the businesses involved as well yeah i mean uh they in lansing i don't know if you've ever been to uh is it Fox Point? Fox Point, yeah. yes. Super cool. Fox Point. And they, I mean, even uh, they have football games there. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I would want to go watch a Bears game, you know, unless they're, <laughs> unless they're playing the Packers, which I have been to Fox Point for a Bears-Packers game, and I got to see all the salty Bears fans, but that's besides <laughs> the point. Um, why aren't we doing, those are massive, massive community events, and they mm-hmm. have businesses lined up. They have food trucks. They have all these vendors. Yeah. We could do that at Centennial. I yeah. don't know why we aren't, I agree. you know, and I'm sure it takes logistics and I'm sure it takes volunteers and, and, yes. and a lot of things, but I, I think transparency uh, goes a long way. And I think if someone at the parks department or civic foundation or whoever would be in charge of that event saying, Hey, mm-hmm. you guys want this, this is our checklist. This is what we need. And then as a community member, we can't complain about at least we yes. know what it would take so it'd be like okay this makes sense why we couldn't do that or if we could let's work together to make it a possibility i mean most of the stuff in town is run by volunteers yeah. right and so complaints just really kind of undercut everything that they pour their heart and soul into so yes. we don't want to just say we need this we need this we need this because yes. they're already trying so much but mm-hmm we don't know what that stuff entails really right. you know so maybe put up and, and the, the parks right now is doing surveys for their master plan which uh, everyone should do i went to the meeting this past week uh-huh. and uh it just says like what do you guys want to see from the parks department so more more community involvement more community engagement but i think if the town were to put stuff up on their website mm-hmm. saying this is essentially the criteria we need to have these events maybe someone sees that and was like oh i know how to do that i could do this we can make that happen right or like even just being transparent about limitations you know we would love to do this but x y and z okay how can we solve a problem how can we work around this right what else can we do right um yeah and you know even if it's like an issue with space okay there's so many businesses that have the space that can host events Mm -hmm. um and would probably willingly do so for free Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah i 
I would definitely agree with you on that. And the volunteers who do help with Munster, I do want to say thank you. And yeah. hopefully you did not take anything that, you know, we were right. no, kind of no, dishing no, about no. to heart. Yeah. Like we really, we need you guys and we appreciate you. Um, yeah. But yeah, and also like if there's other ways for residents to get involved with the town, like I would love the town to have like a sign up day or like they could host something at Centennial. Mm-hmm. Hey, come sign up and join this committee. Like let's see yeah. what kind of committees are around that are looking for people. Yeah, and I did, uh, I know they promoted it quite frequently and I went to they had a civic meeting call out uh-huh. a couple of weeks ago and there were seven people in the room yeah you know so I get it it's tough like I'm not being I'm not trying to say they're not trying at all because right. I've seen now that I've been trying to become more involved I see the lack of involvement uh-huh. so it's like okay we got we you know I, and I don't know if if the recruiting methods are wrong I don't I don't know that's not my background but I'm yeah. seeing a lot of people online say, we want this, we want this, we want this. Uh-huh. But then when the call-out meeting is there, they're not there Anywhere to contribute. <laughs> so, yeah, we have to look inward and, and say, how can we get involved? Which is exactly what you're doing uh-huh. uh, in different events in the town. You want to be involved. You yeah. want you know your name brought up and you want to contribute in any way, which is something that small businesses do that's why we need more of them yeah and you know i feel like i can speak firsthand from this um just other small businesses in the area too like we want to give back to the community yeah like we are we are the kind of businesses in town where like the owners are there like we're in the shop every day we're talking to our clients um so yeah i feel like we have just a lot to contribute Mm -hmm. of course our time can be sometimes limited um but it is important for us to show up and have these conversations right and and that's if they shift that focus of having and i get it it's easier right because you can have 100 people come to one room it's going to take a lot less effort than going to 100 people but if you go to 100 people chamber people listening to this if you go door to door which i have said multiple times needs to be done you're you will get so much more information and so much more value out of your community because unfortunately we cannot attend things so if you come to us and have 15 minute conversations with us Mm -hmm. the value i promise you will be more than anything you've ever gotten from a lunch Yes. I promise you. <laughs> go talk to the businesses. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, send that was, surveys out. You know, you have all of our information. Right, which they did recently. Yes. Okay, so credit yes. credit to them. They, they're sending out more surveys, but online surveys and things like that, they still don't they still don't mean as much. You know, you don't get all of it when you're when you're going and just introducing yourself, saying hey, yeah. which is something that uh, Katie did when she saw my first uh, one of my. Um, I had gone business to business and, and kind of did like an anonymous Q&A and posted these results. And she said, hey, I'm from the chamber. She introduced herself. She came in. And really, because she reached out to me, now this whole ball has gotten rolling with the small business committee yeah. and all these things. So um, props to them for, for doing what they're doing. Yes. But a little FaceTime with all these individual small businesses, I think, will go a very long way. And, and the message is kind of if someone comes in and and wants to say hey join the chamber like no you got to go in and just ask them their experience what can the town do for you what can we do for you because 
I don't care about, you know, if you came in and I'm just opening up my business uh-huh. and you say, well, you pay this and you can come to the meeting and you can do this and you can talk for two minutes and you can do that. No, that's not what I want. You don't, you're coming in and you're asking me for $260. That's like, just have, have a conversation with them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. And you know, like there are so many benefits to being a part of a chamber. Of course, if you like can put the time in. True. Um, so I'm very excited to see what this next year brings. Yeah. Um, and like I, I know we've mentioned this before, but like just, it's really cool to see change happening yeah. already. And it so. is. Yeah. It's, it's ch- change is definitely, uh, cha- uh, going on, ongoing right now. And it's very exciting. Um, so to, to wrap it up, uh, when we had, uh, first sat down, you said you want to do a, a promo for the listeners. Yeah. All right, guys. So if you want to come into summer gold, mention Mustang mentality and you will get $10 off your next service. Even if you've been in before. Four, just tell us that code at checkout. We will get you, we'll hook you up. <laughs> awesome. Incredible. Incredible. So uh, thank you very much for your time. Thank we, you. we mentioned it 50 times on here that time is so valuable for small yeah. businesses. <laughs> um, so I'm really glad we were able to set something up that worked for the both of us and, and, you know, come to the market with this kind of conversation. I think uh, there was a lot of value in today Yeah. and uh, hopefully people, whether they have a business or don't, learn something, and uh, we can continue making positive changes. So thanks for being yeah, here. thanks for having me on. I think it was time well spent. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> All right, thanks. You've been listening to Mustang Mentality. As someone deeply rooted in Munster, Anthony has walked the talk. He sat down with both sides, sipped coffee with local business owners, and really listen to what everyone has to say. And he's bringing those conversations right here to you. This show is for every resident, every business owner, everyone who calls Munster home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram at the Anthony Christopher. See you next time on Mustang Mentality.